Hello, welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tews, and I've MetabolicMasterpiece.com, along with Brian Cron, BrianCron.com. Bam! Ba-bam! Love it. All right, brother. So last time we talked about kind of getting people started for this fat loss journey. Um, most people are looking at making a, a 12-week transformation right now. We're close to 12 weeks away from beach season, and uh, the starting point was to, to get tracking, to, to see where you're at and, and give yourself that foundation to begin with. So today, we're going to be talking about whether you should take a slow and steady approach versus an aggressive approach. And, and we're going to argue there's, there's a case for, for both. There's, there, there's a time for an aggressive approach, and there's certainly a, a time and a place for the slow and steady approach. I think for the most part, we're... Um, we prefer a nice slow and steady approach and I think you're finding a lot of the the seasoned veterans out there are really gravitating towards that slow and steady approach. Most cases, it's to preserve muscle mass during the cutting phase and our audience definitely um, bros who have been training, they got a lot of years of lifting under their belt so gains come at a little bit of a slower rate right now so any gains that we make during that muscle building season, we want to make sure that we um, maintain it during our cut, that we don't lose any muscle mass, that we preserve it. Um, but there's lots of other benefits that come with a slow and steady approach and benefits that come with an aggressive approach. We're going to get into that right now. Brian, I just had a great conversation beforehand, and uh, it's interesting to hear both our perspectives on how we start a cut and um, basically who... So a lot of it has to do with matching it to their personality and lifestyle. So get things rocking here. Let's first define what would you consider an aggressive approach and what would you consider um, a nice slow and steady approach in terms of weight loss per week? Like in terms of weight loss at the end results? Um, in the beginning, know. like per week. Yeah. What, what, what would be a slow and steady approach that you would set someone up with? How, much, how, many, uh, how yeah. much weight would you recommend that they lose per week if they're going to yeah. take a slow and steady approach well definitely i mean depending on again yeah it depends on the size of the person uh, you know like a you know an average size male you know one to two pounds a week you know one pound a week i would say is is a nice sustainable consistent i think more than two two and a half yeah that's that's very fast in my experience unless the person is quite big right you know you know i'm, I'm working with a guy who started off at you know 280 pounds he lost I don't know how much in the first week. I think it was six pounds. It was just boom. But again, much bigger person, a lot more fat to lose. Uh, it all depends. Like con- like we always say, man, context is everything. Yeah. So, it's not just the body weight. It really makes a big yeah. difference how their body fat percentage as well. So even if you're exactly. a larger guy, you're 230 pounds, but you're freaking lean. Um, yeah. You don't <laughs> want to be losing too aggressive at that point. So, so going by body weight is okay. I think um, it's one of my kind of reference points in the beginning, anywhere from half a percent to 1% of your total mm-hmm. body weight is a good gauge to start initially. Um, so if you're 230 pounds, you're looking at two and a half pounds a week, which may be perfect if you're got a lot of fat to lose. Exactly, but if you're exactly. 230 pounds and you're like 12% body fat, two and a half pounds per week may not be the best choice for you. Exactly. Got to know where you're at. And be like, how much? How much fat do I have? Really have to lose? Because we were joking. Dudes are always ten percent body. Always ten percent body fat. So right. it's, uh, sometimes I question. Uh, I question their calibering or, or however they're, they're they're coming up with this with this magic percentage. But uh, yeah, you have to know where you're at, and then kind of set your expectations from there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 
and kind of knowing where you're at in terms of your nutrition as yeah. well in the beginning and your personality, how you're adapting. So we got people started by tracking their nutrition in that first week, um, whether it's journaling, yeah. my fitness pal, whatever is the best method for you. <clears throat> now from that point, um, some people just that act can be enough to, to yeah. see, they just start cleaning up their eating and just going through that process gets, it gets some, some weight loss to go in the mm -hmm. very beginning without even really creating that much of a, of a deficit. That's an approach that you really like to take with, uh, with your clients in the beginning for most of your clients. It sounds like. Yeah. Like, because well, most of my clients, when they, when they come to me, they're, they're, they're relatively new at food tracking or, or, or just sort of new to the lifestyle. Like, They've you know been working out for a long time, but now they really want to kind of take it a little bit more seriously. So just that act of tracking their food and and then kind of like you know figuring out their calories and what they're eating and getting consistent that always causes fat loss. And it's and I love it when I get feedback like uh, you know this is easy. I'm just eating the way I I normally eat and I'm losing fat and I feel good. My energy's good and my family isn't looking at me funny because I'm. <laughs> eating out of Tupperware, like that's, I love that feedback because and I know they're kind of hooked and it's not this big, crazy lifestyle shakeup and, you know, I got them, I got them for a while. We can slowly get more and more, you know, aggressive and take stuff yeah. away, you know what I mean? And that, that's really, that's yeah. such a good point. It's, yeah, yeah. you don't want it to be too much of a lifestyle shakeup in the beginning and you want this to become a lifestyle for them, something that yeah. they can sustain for the long yeah. term. And yeah, when they when they see it, they appreciate. Holy smokes, this isn't that bad. Yeah, um, yeah you definitely you, you've you've got them in the beginning, yeah. and, it, and it suits their personality. And because some people they quit right off the bat because they're like, yeah. "Geez, the great, I can't keep this up. This is what you have to do to to lose exactly. weight and get in shape. Forget that. That's ridiculous. When do I get to eat again?" So, yeah, really, the psychological. You really got to know yourself. Us as coaches, we got to get a good understanding of our clients as well. Um, but yeah, definitely know yourself and what's going to allow you to to sustain this approach for for the longer term. This this whole lifestyle thing here. And for some people, they need that instant gratification. They need to see that scale go down immediately. Yeah. Um, and you got to kind of know yourself there. Is that what you really need to kind of keep things going? Like if I'm going to start this, if I'm going to start cutting right now and, and get ripped, I've got to see some serious results, especially if they have a coach right now. I'm paying for this. I'm investing in the gym. I'm investing in a coach. I want to see that scale go down. So there's, I don't know how big a population. I'd say that group is is smaller, um, but again, it depends on how aggressive they really want to see that that scale go down. And I, I know we kind of discourage clients from really wanting to go that route of seeing uh -huh. that scale go down a whole bunch in the beginning. But for some people, they need to see that, and, and my job as a coach is kind of, all right, I'm going to yeah. give them what they want in the beginning, I'm going to let them <laughs> see that scale drop fast, and it normally does anyways. When you start making some changes, you're in a surplus, even if the deficit isn't all that great, you're just going to see that scale go down because of uh, the food volume in your stomach, in your intestines, the waste product, the glycogen, the water, all that crazy fun stuff. You're going to see... That scale drop initially in that first week, no matter how aggressive you're going to be. But yeah. um, then it's my job as a coach to, like, all right, you, you can't, you can't keep this up. The, the benefits of taking a slow and steady approach are going to far outweigh you trying to lose three to four pounds every single week. It's uh, that's just a bit crazy. So, uh, but in the beginning, if that aggressive approach is going to get them excited and fired uh -huh. up and keep them going, then yeah. I, I can use that um, to their advantage initially. But really. 
give them what they want and then give them what they really need by teaching the benefits of that slow and steady approach afterwards. Absolutely. And, and I do think, like, I, I'm not dumping on aggressive diets for everyone and, and for all the time. I mean, I think it's a really good thing to kind of have in your back pocket that you play, you know, occasionally, like, you know, because like we were discussing earlier, people, people you know, you, you set up a diet and people invariably they'll fall behind and, and it'd be a good thing to, to you know, work into the mix. And, and certainly when you're more experienced, like a more experienced bro, sometimes there's nothing wrong with a, with a short, you know, four week kind of burst. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it, as long as you know, it's not sustainable and there's going to yeah. be some rebound and, and yeah, it's just use it for what it is. Just a kind of a short term tool. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, just again, for me, I, if you're going to think aggressive, I think don't be any more aggressive than 1% uh, of your body weight. And um, for me, I really like to take that, the benefit of going, starting off with that 1% Mm -hmm. body weight (laughs) loss per week is that, that I see some results in the beginning, but um, also that, I mean, I know I have a bit more fat on my body. So yeah, being yeah. A, that little bit more aggressive in the beginning, I, I know the chances that that, that weight is going to come off from body fat. The leaner I get, I tend to be less aggressive. So during a cut, if it's a 12-week cut, I'm going to start around that 1% of my total body weight. And then towards the end of the cut, I'm going to be aiming for half a percent of my body weight loss per week. So I'm always kind of looking for that that trend on the scale. Um, definitely for the first four weeks, I'm looking at that 1% of my total body weight to to really feed off of that, that positive feedback and knowing that I got a little bit more body fat there to pull from. But then as I get leaner towards the end of my cut, that's when I really get concerned about the preserving my muscle mass. So that's when I really want to kind of slow things down. But I also notice that if I'm really aggressive or, or aiming for that 1% uh, body weight loss per week, I start to look a little bit flatter towards the end and I look yeah. smaller. And, and as a smaller guy, that starts playing in my head psychologically. So I really, I, I give myself more time in my cut to allow for that increase of calories at the end. The last four weeks, I start to, I'm bumping up my calories so I'm only losing half a percent of my body weight towards the end. And I look full. I look full and, and the psychological benefits of upping my calories as I'm going along feels it feels really good to me. So that, that's been an approach that I've embraced for the past few years, kind of like growing into my photo shoot or growing into the show. Um, so I look fuller, more energized, just feel better um, towards yeah. the end of a cut. So that, that's one of the reasons why I like that. Um, but we've talked at the beginning of the conversation that sometimes if you're aggressive in the beginning, what happens when you hit exactly. a plateau? Where, yeah. where, where do you improve from? Like you're already exactly. aggressive with your calories. Do you cut calories more? Do you increase your exercise more? So that's one of the downfalls of being too aggressive in the beginning. You have nowhere to cut when you, when you hit a plateau. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like what you're doing, I mean, you're, like, again, you're a very experienced kind of seasoned bodybuilder. Um, and certainly if I'm working with someone who's already they're that initiated in the process and they have all the, the you know, those big rocks down, like they're consistent and their, their calories are, you know, you know, very, very much in line with, with the plan. Like there's no wild fluctuations and their food choices are good and stuff like that. Um, yeah, then I can afford to maybe get a little bit more aggressive and then kind of start bringing things up depending on how they look. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Depending on, you know. 
then all of a sudden it's like how they look and how they and obviously how they feel. And yes, that's yeah. all based on um, on the feedback. It, it's all it's no matter where you're starting, whether you're starting aggressive or slower. It's all you're always looking for that feedback and whether you need to make adjustments or not. And sometimes for me, it's not even a a drop in calories that's going to um, or an increase in calories that's going to allow me to only lose half a pound. It's just metabolism is slowing down a little bit towards the end. So I could be continuing to exercise just as much as I am and eating as much as I am. And that scale progress starts to slow down anyways, naturally, without me having to make any change. And it's never linear. Never. Yeah, exactly. It's never linear. Yeah. So that's why, you know. Although I got to say, it was pretty damn, my last cut, it was like spot yeah. on. Everything was like, I couldn't believe it. It was like, I was 1.4 yeah. pounds a week, right up for the, the first, it was a nine week cut. So the first five weeks, it was 1.4 and then, okay, I got to slow it down. And it's, it was 0.8 from all the way. Through. I'm like, this is, fuck, it could have gone better for me, but it's, that's like, one, one of my cuts out of many, many, many that I've gone through that's been a, a straight linear uh, progress there for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think that is ideal the way you, when, again, when you're, when you have a really hard date and you're in pretty good condition, I think that is ideal is to kind of get to where you want to be, you know, you know, two to four weeks, you know, out and then slowly start bringing things up and, and, you know, growing into the, growing into the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's a good point though. I'm yeah. experienced and exactly. I think you really yeah. need to be tracking really efficiently in order yes. for that to work really well. Now, for a lot of the guys coming to us in the beginning, you're like you said, it's those small baby steps in the beginning that may work really well from just cleaning up their cleaning up their diet, like sweeping, <laughs> washing <laughs> their diet. No, just yeah. that small little changes make progress, and then you start to add little things. So even though yeah. you may start with very little changes. Even, and building it up, yeah. increasing or taking a few more things away here and there. It's not like you're getting crazy aggressive towards the end. It's a slow build up to kind of where I'd be starting off at the beginning. It's really never never too aggressive, but it's a nice slow and steady build up to where they need to be. And lots of absolutely. benefits to both. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And probably mainly personality, just really knowing, <laughs> knowing where you're at, what your lifestyle is like, yeah. and your personality, how you're going to respond to it and sustain this for the long term. Absolutely. It's again, yeah, it, nothing wrong with aggressive diets, but for the most part, it's, yeah, definitely something you kind of keep, you know, to play as needed. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, definitely. So even our aggressive approach still seems like a slow and steady approach. <laughs> if, I, yeah. if I'm telling yeah. you, like myself <laughs> looking at like my aggressive portion is one and a half pounds a week. That's slow and steady, man. That That's a slow and steady approach by most people's standards, what they think of is that's one and a half yeah. pounds. Fuck, that's slow. That's going to take a while, but all, all context, like you said. So, well, every bro does the protein sparing metabolic fast. You yeah. know what I mean? That's if we're going to talk to the bros, that's what they do. They go on the 1200 calorie freaking. I just eat protein and broccoli and low fats. And wow, I lose, I lost five pounds in a week. And it's like, yeah, man, dude, you're, you know, you just realize that this is not sustainable. You're going to put a lot of it back on, you know, again, there's some variants. There's some, mm -hmm. you know, It'll probably still come out. You'll come out ahead, you know. But not is it all comes out in the wash. Like if you had just planned things a little bit better, gave yourself more time, you know, you could have actually been growing while you're dieting. Which that's a good point. You know, that's and certainly a good point, especially for someone in the beginning. You take a slow and steady approach. Your chances of body recomp are going to be a lot higher. Like possibly higher. gaining not only just muscle retention, but your chances of yeah. even possibly gaining muscle in this process 
definitely yeah. through the roof. Huge point. Well, huge. And yeah, let's let's be honest. I mean, even I say growing while you're dieting, even if you're not technically growing, but you're hanging on to all your yeah. muscle, that's that's basically a freaking growing. Yeah. Like so I mean that's a good thing. I mean that's a win. That's a huge win. Huge. So I mean yeah. Massive. I mean, yeah. Totally. Awesome, Boom. dude. Well, I think that's it. I think again, slow and steady is the way to go based on us. Aggressive by our terms, <laughs> is still <laughs> slow and steady. So take that slow and steady approach. Do what's going to suit your personality, your lifestyle, something that you can feel like, damn, this is it's not that bad. I, I, I can do this. I can handle this. It suits my lifestyle. And really, uh, it makes it fun, enjoyable, sustainable. That's really the key, what we're after here. Yeah. Rock on. All right. Catch you guys next time. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace. Yeah.